Welcome to The Extra, the show that brings you the community issues, topics, and people of the day. And today we have a special treat for you. Now, this may be featuring a sport that might have once been thought to be the preserve of royalty or the upper classes. But right now, polo is enjoying a resurgence and it's certainly trying to broaden its appeal to the masses and it's coming right here to the Pikes Peak region. The Broadmoor and Colorado Springs Sports Corporation presenting the newest outdoor sporting adventure adventure and endeavor, the Broadmoor Winter Polo Classic. The Pikes Peak region will be welcoming the resort's storied polo pass to warm up your winter. The first winter polo tournament taking place at Norris Penrose Event Center coming up in just about 10 days on February 25th at 2.30. It's going to feature top polo players from around the country. This is going to be something so exciting. And you won't also want to miss the pony goals and the tail shots in one chucker. Yeah, I don't know what that means either. We're going to find out. We're going to find out. It's time to welcome Horse Polo back to Colorado Springs. So joining us this morning with more information on the Broadmoor Winter Polo Classic, we are so pleased to have with us Davis Tutt, Director of Operations for Colorado Springs Sports Corporation. Davis, welcome to the show. How are you doing this morning? Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. I'm doing fine. And we also have on the KRDO Newsline, Nicholas Francoeur, Winter Polo Classic Operations Partner and founder of Los Hermanos Ranch and Polo Player. Nicholas, welcome to the show. Good morning, Shannon. How are you? Good morning. So a little later on, you're going to tell me about the pony goals and tail shots and chucker and all that, right? <laughs> you're going to give us some of those terms. Yeah. Um, why don't you give us, though, first, a general overview of the event, Nicholas? Absolutely, Shannon. Well, we are going to have a full four-period polo game. So that means lots of horses, lots of goals, and lots of fun for all the fans. Uh, we're going to, as you mentioned before, we're going to be starting the festivities at 2.30 p.m., but the, the gates will actually open at 1.30 p.m. So what you can expect is a very interactive event with lots of close contact uh, with the athletes and the general feeling of involvement from all participants, both fans and athletes alike. I'm excited for this. I got to admit, I mean, ever since that Pretty Woman movie, you know, came out and, and <laughs> they were watching, you know, the uh, polo and she uh, lifts up an arm and goes, woo, woo, woo. Yeah, I, I've wanted to be, uh, you know, Julia Roberts on the sidelines. Uh, where did yeah. the idea for this event at the Broadmoor come from? Well, I, I guess it starts back when I was going to the Air Force Academy in uh, 2014 to 2018. That's when I really got into to riding horses and uh, eventually playing polo. I never uh, came from uh, royalty, as, as the as this sport uh, is called, the, the sport of kings. That's not my background in, in any way. So I was someone who really tried to break into this sport from a different level uh, and, and bring it back. I went down to Florida for my first uh, duty station down at Cape Canaveral launching rockets. And, and down there, I really dug in uh, to, to the sport and to playing uh, at Hopestown Polo Club with uh, Pablo Dorniak. But when I came back out to Colorado, I realized that there wasn't going to be much polo played in the winter. Uh, it's a little cold, and there's a little bit of snow, as we're, <laughs> as we're seeing today. Uh, so when I got connected out here with the Denver Polo Club and Erica at the Denver Polo Club, I thought, you know what? 
let's do something during that lull, and who better to do it with than the Broadmoor Hotel, who's got a history of this in the past. And Spencer Penrose, who you know founded the Broadmoor, he was someone with a very similar vision. He saw that Polo was being called the Swore of Kings at the Cheyenne Mountain Resort, and he was someone who wanted to take it in a little bit of a different direction, open it up to everyone, and really bring everyone into the game and be able to enjoy it. That gives a bit of the historic per, uh, perspective on this. Uh, where did that history leave off, I guess? Because uh, was there more polo that continued in Colorado Springs that you know many of us maybe just aren't aware of? You know, that's a great question. And over the, the past few decades, you've even interviewed uh, polo players in the past, like Sil- Sylvester Stallone. It has increased, it's, it's waxed and waned in its popularity. Um, but Colorado Springs especially used to be a haven for this in the early 1900s. After the first game was played, it only took 12 years to make it to Colorado Springs after the first game played in America. So it really came out here, and Spencer Penrose took it in a little bit of a different direction, opening it up to everyone, and he did that with a big military influence. In fact, if you look at some of the awards and trophies that you, that you see for uh, the Broadmoor, it has ranks listed next to names. So there's a big military influence on polo. However, when the uh, 1930s came around, you have the Great Depression, you have World War II, a lot of those officers and, and military players, obviously they shipped out, but at the same time, uh, the expenses that were incurred to continue the game were no longer feasible. And so they transitioned to tennis and, and golf as their, as their big draw there at the Broadmoor. So that's kind of a history of it in the spring. In 2006, 2007, uh, there was some polo that was played at the Colorado Spring School, but this is the first time that the Broadmoor is really bringing it back uh, to Colorado Springs themselves making it really a spectator uh, sport. And and I'm thinking about what you said, you know, at the Mountain Post, they probably had the cavalry and, you know, they obviously rode horses. So uh, it would have been a great display of horsemanship and a marriage of sport and horsemanship there uh, when you bring those two things together. And and like you said, bringing in the military as well. Uh, We should mention that uh, Nicholas is a Space Force officer. So uh, he does bring that military background right in it you're going to be playing right nicholas i i will be yes okay well a lot on the a lot on the line and and we do need to go to break here but before we go okay so pony goals what what what's that what's a, what's a, a tail shot goal. what's a chucker yeah yeah so a chucker is a seven and a half minute period uh so we'll be playing for a seven and a half minute period uh four different occasions it's going to feel a little bit longer than than that uh, but but uh, that's that's what a chucker is. A pony goal is when the horse uh, is the one that knocks the ball in. So typically we're trying to hit it into the goal with our mallet, but sometimes the hoof of a horse can can send that ball in. And then a, a tail shot or a back shot is a is shot that you do uh, behind you. So um, it's it's something that uh, that can really turn the game around. Interesting. Do the pony goals count? They count, right? 
They absolutely do. Yeah. Oh, all right. Well, Better we hope it's in the right direction. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Well, we have uh, segments here. We should start calling them checkers. They last about a, that long, so seven and a half minutes. We do need to take a short commercial break. Then we'll be back with our our next checker, our next segment with Nicholas Francoeur and Davis Tut representing the Broadmoor Winter Polo Classic at Norris Penrose Event Center coming up February 25th. Keep on listening to the extra. We're back with Nicholas Francoeur, the Winter Polo Classic Operations Partner, as well as Davis Tutt, Director of Operations of the Colorado Springs Sports Corporation. We are talking about the Broadmoor Winter Polo Classic. And uh, before we move on, let's also give the website. It's winterpoloclassic.org. That is a website where you can buy tickets, you can buy merchandise, you can find out about it, uh, find out about the teams. Uh, and it's really kind of exciting and Davis I know you know this about me because I tried to schedule a guest talking about this polo classic back in the fall (laughs) and I was told hold on hold on we want to make sure everything's you know dotted eyes dotted t's crossed and and here we are 10 days out but we're getting the word out I'm so excited so what can spectators expect at this event Absolutely. Hey, sorry, we weren't able to. Oh, uh, no, this is great. This is great to make sure everything was was all ready and we can, you know, give your listeners the most accurate information. So, um, yeah, we're super excited uh, about the event. Um, Obviously, Nicholas just talked about, you know, everything that will be taking place on the field. Um, My responsibility uh, tends to take place of, you know, finding other things for people to enjoy off the field. So, we're super excited to have um, 10 uh, vendors that are going to be there. Um, they range from um, uh, various sponsors that we're going to be having. Um, Fountain Valley School will be there promoting their writing program. We're going to be having um, Distillery 291, who is one of the uh, larger sponsors. They are going to have some fantastic uh, handcrafted winter polo themed cocktails uh, for all of you uh, out there who uh, enjoy a, a pretty pretty good whiskey here from Colorado Springs but we'll also have uh, non-alcoholic varieties as well for uh, for those families that are going to be there uh, mm-hmm. but in terms of uh, the day itself uh, Nicholas mentioned the doors are going to be opening at 1:30 um, we'll be having uh, the um, vendors open as well as uh, the players will be available um, to meet and greet, chat, take photos. You can ask them questions. They're also going to be lining up um, their gear um, and getting prepared for the match uh, within the public area. So it'll be a really unique opportunity for you know people like you and me who are not polo uh, masters uh, to actually see you know what goes into being a polo player and what kind of gear do you have and um, you know get those questions answered from those polo players. Um, you know we we definitely would encourage everybody to uh, stay all the way to the end of the match, which will be probably around four o'clock because. Um, we are going to be presenting the Penrose Polo Trophy. It's actually the original polo trophy that uh, Spencer Penrose used at the Broadmoor Polo Club back in the 1910s and 20s. And so uh, the Broadmoor has been uh, very gracious to uh, restore the trophy um, and allow us to now use it for uh, the Broadmoor Winter Polo Classic going into the future. 
fantastic. Such a sense of history about it. And, and, you know, spectators, who knows, maybe you'll have a moment with, well, I don't know about a polo player, but you'll have a moment like, remember Charles and Camilla, they were pictured during a polo match. And, you know, that started all the rumors about them uh, back in the day. All right. So uh, you can tell I'm a bit of a polo fan uh, from afar. You know a lot. (laughs) I know. I know too much. Uh, Tell us more about the ancillary events involved. Uh, Like, you know, in football, you have a halftime show. What happens at, uh, say, midway through the Chuckers? Absolutely, yeah. So as Nicholas said, there are going to be four Chuckers. There's a small break between the first and second and then third and fourth. But at halftime, we will have a 15-minute halftime. And we are very lucky. We are going to have the first Colorado Top Hands, which is an all-age drill team. So they're going to be doing um, a really cool horse um, drill team show. So they're going to have um, about nine uh, riders that are going to be doing some trick riding. Um, I can't say that I would ever want to do trick riding, <laughs> standing up on the back of a horse and jumping around. But hey, I'm glad somebody likes to to do it. So yeah, so they're going to be our halftime show. They will also be uh, available at the uh, beginning of the, the event. Um, sharing information about their program and uh you know they're they're one of the things that uh, a lot of kids like to see is they have great uniforms and um you know they uh, they look great up on their horse so we're excited to have top hands there uh for the for the event this year great okay so so how can spectators get involved Absolutely. So, um, as you mentioned, our website is uh, winterpoloclassic.org, and um, all the information can be found there. Uh, If you go to that website, it has a link to the ticket purchasing as well as merchandise. Uh, We've really kind of gone out, and um, Nicholas in particular has designed um, himself a really robust uh, merchandise line. And so he's got some incredible designs that he's made. Um, he has quite a knack for uh, bo- both launching rockets, uh, playing polo, and uh, designing some pretty nice shirts. So uh, <laughs> who knew his skill set? Uh, but, you know, we'd encourage you to, uh, um, you know, take a look at those items that are on there. It's the inaugural year. So, you know, get yourself a, a piece of history. Um, you know, we'd also encourage anybody um sharing their uh, polo experiences um, with us um, on social media as well as tagging us. You can tag uh, the Sports Corp, which is at the Sports Corp um, on social media or at the Broadmoor. Um, both organizations would, would love to see, uh, you know, uh, the pictures uh, and the experiences that uh, everyone's having out there at the event. Um, and we'd love to be able to reshare those with our, uh, you know, with our uh, communities. Great. Yeah, have you, Davis, have you ever seen a polo match in person? So I did see, Nicholas mentioned that in 2003, 2004, there was a, a short uh, little match at the Colorado Springs School. I was actually a 10-year-old attending Colorado Springs School uh, oh. in 2003. So I, I, I was there, but I can't say I remember it all that much. So um, I'm looking forward to actually seeing, particularly winter polo. It's fast-paced. Uh, you know, it's, uh, it's on a very condensed field compared to uh, traditional polo. So, you know, I, I think I'll like this a little bit better. I'm a rodeo guy myself, so, uh, you know, I think this is going to be, uh, be the one for me. Great. Well, again, the website for listeners to find out more information is winterpoloclassic.org. And uh, tickets are very reasonable. $50 will get you in the door and uh, should be a really fun time. Uh, we have more with uh, Nicholas and Davis and the Broadmoor Winter 
Interpolo Classic coming up. Keep on listening to the extra. We're back with the extra and our guest today, Nicholas Francoeur, Winter Polo Classic Operations Partner, and Davis Tut, Director of Operations for Colorado Springs Sports Corps. And uh, Nicholas, let's uh, talk to you this segment. Uh, I got to share something with you. It's rather private. It's a secret I've never told anyone. Now I'm telling you and Davis and, of course, all our listeners. I've always thought, deep in my heart, that if I ever had a chance... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> to play polo, which I never have, that I would be spectacular at it, that I could maybe compete out there. But I'm sure it's one of those things that's much tougher than it looks. Well, it looks tough, let's be honest, but but uh, it is much tougher than we can even imagine. So as a polo player yourself, I mean, how did you get involved in this? Shannon, I, I can picture you out there, actually. <laughs> uh, so, uh, you know, it's, it's pretty simple. Uh, first, yeah, I, I started um, because I have a love of horses uh, that really started uh, when I was <laughs> learning to ride at the Air Force Academy. But I had a community around me that really has helped me bring me in. Peggy Christensen, a local polo player, Erica Ganamarsax, who's at Denver Polo, and then Pablo Dorniak at uh, Hope Sound's La Delila in Florida. Uh, they, they really helped me with that. But then the second thing about polo is that it really instills some virtues um, such as courage and love for adventure, nature, that sort of thing. Um, and, and it really shows sportsmanship too. It really shows that chivalry isn't dead or it doesn't need to be, right? It can be revived with the help of, of sports like polo. And, and third, um, teamwork is, is not only about other people. And so you really see that in the sport of polo where you're working with an animal that doesn't speak back. So that, that really requires a, a different sort of deep relationship with this uh, horse to be able to work together to uh, complete a goal. And at times, that can be a bit scary, but getting involved is really simple. First, you got to see it. you got to see the game being played, and you can do that, winterpoloclassic.org. So that's the, that's the first step. But the second step is you got to give it a chance, right? It takes that little bit of courage to just, Go out there. I can bring you, Shannon, to Denver Polo Club, and we can get you on a horse. And we can do it. We can make this. We can make this happen. So it's just it's just about seeing it and then taking hold of a little bit of courage and, and getting out there and trying it. Uh, it's pretty easy to get into uh, if you if you know where to go. And I think out here, at least in Colorado Springs, the right place to go is Denver Polo Club. Fantastic. Okay, so what are you most looking forward to in playing the Broad, well, playing and, you know, bringing all these spectators to see the Broadmoor Winter Polo Classic? I think I think that answers the question itself. I, I'm looking forward to having a good time in the community, uh, in the great outdoors, which is really Colorado's main attraction. So, uh, of course, uh, I'm going to enjoy being on the field with the other athletes and really, you know, uh, playing with the, the uh, people, the awesome people that I'm playing with and the, the amazing horses. Uh, but I'm really looking forward to seeing the community, you know, come out and experience something new for the first time. You know, anytime you see something uh, that you haven't seen before, it's really very special. And so the fact that I am able to work with the Sports Corps and the Broadmoor and all of our sponsors to bring something to the people of Colorado Springs or something that hasn't been around for a while, that's what's most special to me, and that's what I'm looking forward to most. 
So you mentioned something about chivalry and, you know, I, I'm thinking, you know, Knights of the Round Table, jousting, et cetera, <laughs> sport of kings. But uh, we should mention that uh, th- this is an equal opportunity sport. There are two women competing on each of the teams, yeah. like a woman on each of the team. Uh, tell us about the other polo players who are going to be competing, including those women. Yes, absolutely. So uh, actually, to start off with um, one of them, uh, Erica Dandemar from Sachs from uh, from Denver Polo Club. She has been a staple of polo in Colorado for just about her entire life. She is a Colorado State University alumni, and she's one of the top female polo players in the world. Uh, she owns Denver Polo Club, and she's the governor of the uh, U.S. Polo Association circuit out here. Uh, she was also the color, former Colorado Sportswoman of the Year winner. And she's just been a trailblazer for uh, women in polo, especially out here in Colorado. The, the other uh, woman that's playing is Hannah Stock from CSU. She is actually the captain of the women's team there. Um, and at the collegiate level, they're, they're still playing in, in separate teams. However, one thing you're going to see is uh, games like the one we're playing. We are uh, able to play men and women same field, same, the horse is the great, you know, equalizer, and we're out there, we're all having fun together, and you should see the talent, and you will see the talent of of these women when they play. Uh, A couple of the players are uh, Andrew Wildermuth and Alex Kokesh. Both of them were intercollegiate national champions in 2015 uh, with the Colorado State University polo team, and uh, Andrew actually today is the uh, varsity coach there. Uh, at at CSU. The final player would be Brian Salmon. He's actually an interscholastic uh, polo team player. So he's in high school. He's finishing out high school right now. But he was the sportsmanship uh, award winner uh, last last season. And he's, he's going to be playing there as well. So I'm very excited to be playing with this talented group of individuals. And I'm definitely uh, I'm definitely playing out of my league here. <laughs> well, you got to play to win, right? You got to play to win. Yeah, we've Absolutely. got the the Penrose Polo Team and the Emerald Valley Polo Team. Which one are you on again? Yes, I will be on the Penrose Polo Team. Those are uh, just some names that uh, came to mind as we think of some of those iconic places here around the Springs and, and iconic people. And again, those names may end up getting engraved on the uh, Broadmoor Winter Polo Classic trophy that uh, is so historic that uh, is going to be uh, presented as part of uh, the the winner's uh, presentation. Uh, let's talk about, though, I mean, now, so in regular polo, as I understand it, it's teams of four apiece. But in this one, we're doing yeah. teams of three apiece. How does that change the dynamic at all of a game, or does it? Well, uh, the, the main reason why that is, is frankly the size of the area that we're playing. Typically, a polo field is about nine times the size of a football field, but we're playing in a place that's about uh, uh, 300 yards long by 150, so, or 300 feet long by 150, so it's, it's much smaller. Um, so that's why we've cut the number of people down to three on each team. Um, that means that each of the players gets a little bit more time with the ball. So 
you're really going to see the, the player's skills highlighted more than you would on a team of four. Um, everyone's going to get a chance at the ball. Everyone's going to get a, t a chance to shine and, and score. Uh, so it's going to be um, different in that way. So the dynamics will be very similar mm -hmm. to a big, a big field, uh, but everyone's going to get a, a few more opportunities to, to shine in front of the crowd. Fantastic. Okay. Well, again, the date is February 25th. And if you would like to purchase tickets or would like to find out more about it, go to winterpoloclassic.org on the website. Uh, we need to take a short break once again when we come back. More from Davis Tutton and Nicholas Francoeur as we're talking about uh, this polo tradition getting restarted in Colorado Springs. Keep on listening. Welcome back uh, to The Extra, and today our focus on the Broadmoor Winter Polo Classic. Coming up February 25th, Davis Tut and Nicholas Francoeur are guests today. And uh, let's uh, revisit, for those who haven't been with us for the entire hour of The Extra, uh, what is this event? And, and tell us a little bit more about the game of polo, what we need to know as spectators, as people who might be interested in coming. Well, thanks, Absolutely. Shannon. Really appreciate it. <laughs> Sorry, I thought I thought maybe let's start with Davis. Davis, why don't you start? Okay. <laughs> Sounds good. I'll give the overview of the event, and I'll talk to Nicholas for uh, since he's our polo guy. So yeah, so just reiterating, uh, as you said, Saturday, uh, February twenty fifth, doors open at Norris Penner's Event Center at one thirty p.m. Uh, the event itself starts at two thirty p.m. We'll have a fantastic halftime show. Uh, presented by the first Colorado Top Hands drill team. And then you'll want to stay to the end to see the presentation of the uh, historic Penrose Polo Trophy. It's about it's like three feet tall. It's a big trophy. It's a big piece of silver and gold. So wow. um, we're going to have a lot of fun things. Um, vendors uh, on site, um, handcrafted cocktails from Distillery 291, um, great concessions uh, that are uh, sort of, you know, we're, we're elevating the concessions for uh, polo. So, you know, you're not just going to get your hot dogs and hamburgers. So it's going to be fun for the whole family. And Nicholas, I, I'm, I'm sure you want to weigh in on on what people should expect from the game of polo. Yeah, expect to see something new. I expect it at least new to Colorado in this in this decade. Um, something exciting, exhilarating, something where the community will be able to feel like they're actually involved in the game and right in the field with the players. Um, a, a experience where people and horses come together uh, to have some fun and to uh, – instill some some values of courage and and a uh, respect to, to tradition and we're just gonna we're just gonna have a good time with with everyone that comes out and nicholas if it snows like today i mean does polo still go on does because do, the horses won't mind right <laughs> the plan is for the the show to go on um you know ice, ice can be a problem but we don't see snow the same way uh so so we're looking forward to uh, playing the game, uh, no matter what the weather is. <laughs> a, a big difference than what you have when you uh, play polo in, uh, say, Beverly Hills or Florida, right? Yes. Don't have to worry about a snow out. All right. Uh, which it does not sound like it's going to happen. Uh, they're they're going to play regardless. Okay. So, Davis, how can people purchase tickets? 
Absolutely. Uh, winterpoloclassic.org is going to be where you want to go. That's winterpoloclassic.org. We have two different uh, levels for tickets. Uh, $35 will get you a general admission. And then uh, for $50, you can uh, get a reserve seat that's like in, that's right in the first three rows, uh, right up against, you know, in the action. But, you know, if you've been to a rodeo at Norris Penrose Event Center, there's really not a bad seat in that house. So um, really anywhere you're going to be sitting is uh, uh, you're going to be able to see the action, and uh, you know if the the horses come flying by uh, pretty fast, you might get a, a little dirty. <laughs> might get a little breeze going by. I, and again, the website is winterpoloclassic.org. org. And, and Davis, so uh, a, a tradition that I remember from Pretty Woman. You know, and I don't know, you know how accurate that movie was, but is the stomping of the divots? Uh, will they be doing the stomping of the divots since uh, you're talking about a rodeo ground, not really a grassy field? Yeah, I'm going to have to throw that to Nicholas to, uh, to answer that puzzle <laughs> question. <laughs> yeah, so uh, as far as stalking of the divots, that's something that's uh, very prevalent in grass polo, like, like you've mentioned. Uh, during this event, it will be more like uh, grooming the field with a tractor to make sure that the field <laughs> is nice and smooth. Uh, that's just because the dirt obviously moves a little bit differently than the more compacted grass. Uh, so, so that's going to be a little bit of a change. Um, however, it, it will not take away from the involvement of the uh, participants, the community uh, in the game. They're still going to feel very much like they're they're a part of the action. All right, I think you should have issued an invitation to King Charles to come over. I mean, he, he needs a break from all that raining over the uh, kingdom that he's doing over there in England. He could have come over and you know ha- got blown off a little steam with a uh, polo uh, tournament right here in Colorado Springs. All right, so if people want to uh, join in on the action, get in on the fun, see what's happening on social media, where should they go, Davis? Yeah, uh, the Colorado Springs Sports Corporation, uh, as we are the uh, event manager for this, uh, you can uh, go to our uh, socials. So we are at the Sports Corp, uh, whether it's on uh, um, Facebook or uh, Twitter or uh, Instagram. And uh, as well as we just encourage you to share your pictures at the event. Uh, you enjoyed it tag at the Sports Corp or at the Broadmoor. Um, the Broadmoor would love to uh, to see all the, the action that's going on on that day, um, and both uh, organizations would love to uh, to reshare uh, your stories and your, uh, you know, just the great time that you're having out there. Yeah, we're sure uh, Spencer Penrose is looking down on this, uh, giving his benediction for this uh, restarting of our tradition that he brought back. Uh, we have about 30 seconds left. Uh, Nicholas, uh, why don't you go first? Why don't you just tell what... Uh, Tell us what you want listeners to take away from this hour of conversation. Uh, I would just say, come on out. Let's have a good time. Let's experience something new. Uh, winterpoloclassic.org is, is the place to go. And uh, let's, let's revivify a tradition that, uh, that is, is being brought back in a new, exciting way um, to Colorado Springs. All right. And Davis, uh, do you want to weigh in as well in this final minute or so? I will just uh, reiterate that, yeah, it's something that we're trying to, to make, um, you know, really bring back to uh, to the Pikes Peak region and the city of Colorado Springs and really make that connection to, uh, you know, uh, probably the, what used to be the biggest sport here in, uh, in Colorado Springs being the sport of polo. So, um, 
go ahead visit winterpoloclassic.org you can pick up your uh, great merchandise you can buy tickets you can read a little bit more about the history uh, of polo in the pikes peak region um, and you know just gain that appreciation for uh, that sport that was so prevalent in our past so we look forward to seeing everybody out there on the 25th yeah it's part of our history time to re-embrace it and as julia roberts said in the movie pretty woman time to go woo 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 for all the polo players and the horses. All right, Davis Tut and Nicholas Francoeur, thank you so much for joining us here on The Extra. And to our listeners, if you want to find out more about the Broadmoor 2023 Winter Polo Classic, visit winterpoloclassic.org. I'm Shannon Bernius, your host for The Extra. Tom Martino is up ahead. Join us again tomorrow, 9 to 10 a.m. for more conversation.